Welcome to Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. Todd, my dad, just got back from speaking on a cruise for married couples. So this week we thought we'd talk about taking the time to focus on your spouse and marriage, even during all the busyness of homeschooling and life. Before we begin, we want to give a big shout out to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. They make math fun. You can check out their website over at teachingtextbooks.com. So let's get started. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. I feel like we just got uh, back from this cruise uh, yesterday, uh, Sunday or Monday morning at 3.30 a.m. I feel like one of those uh, things in the movie, you know, or uh, maybe funniest old videos where this guy's just like having a great time and all of a sudden the awning on the outside just lets go of all the water and it just goes, boosh, you know? And it's like, oh man, uh, because it just seemed like we uh, got slammed as soon as we got here not just in busyness because we were all excited but uh uh maggie threw up last night and uh you know it just feels like it's gonna start going down down the row i don't feel very good i took two naps today and let me just say right up front moms if your kid throws up that's like a sign from god that you're not supposed to do school that day okay just just don't argue just like say no we're not gonna do that today um because there's a lot of stress in that I haven't talked to you guys since uh, the new year. I hope you had a great New Year's. Uh, it feels like that was forever ago. I can barely remember it. Um, and Ben had his brother Ike and his wife Carolyn on the show last night or last week. Uh, ben, uh, you know, be kind. How did it go? I thought it went good. I mean, Ike was, he actually asked last night, he's like, can I be back on the show? There was just so much more that I needed to say. And I'm like, he's like, and I didn't cover it. I'm like, it's okay. Maybe we can have you back at some other time. So I think he was a little bit nervous. He didn't want to do the live portion. Uh, oh, really? But uh, no, they did both. He probably showed good. up in a suit. You know, yeah, I just right. came with a suit. Yeah, he was. He Hello. Was, it was super funny. He, he definitely like tried to, you know, be super serious, but he did, did a good job. So, uh, no, it's nerve wracking for people, even though it's just, you know, you're just talking to a computer, uh, which obviously we have people listening, but, uh, you know, it can be, can be nerve wracking. So no, but they did good. And then basically they kind of talked a little bit about, uh, just, you know, uh, hopefully encouragement for parents who have kids who are getting a little bit, you know, into their high school years and that homeschooling through high school is definitely, um, beneficial. So I think, I think it was fun. So I enjoyed it, it. but I'm going to go listen to it. Um, and maybe, you know, we'll have, we should have the other brothers and sisters all on Mm -hmm. too. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. But we got back, uh, or maybe I should say, uh, refresh marriage cruise 2020 was a super big success. Um, we had about 100, 150 people there. Um, a carnival cruise, uh, just this past week, we left on the fourth. Um, we saw lots of you, lots of you said, Oh, I listened to the smiling homeschooler and they were excited about that. And it was super encouraging. I'll tell you, it didn't start out that way because, uh, you know, just, and, and we have another one coming up like, uh, in 2021, we haven't set the dates yet. Um, but just trying to, uh, get you excited. Um, because honestly, Debbie and myself went into it, uh, not in the best frame of mind. I know my wife, she was like stressed out from Christmas and new years. And she was like, she didn't like being gone for that many days. It was an eight day cruise. She was just sure something was going to happen to the kids. And she like held it over me. She goes, if something happens to them while we're gone, I'm never going to forgive you. And I'm like, you know, how do we, you know, deal with that? And so she went into it tight, but, but it got super stressful the week before. And I even mentioned the last time I wasn't sure I was going to make it. 
um, because our time from landing in Fort Lauderdale to getting on the boat was 55 minutes before they closed the door. And uh, because of an error, we went too late. And finally, you know, I'm kind of keeping an eye on my clock thinking, okay, we still have enough time. The airport's not very far. And they pushed the plane out. We were doing pretty good. And then we sat there for about 10 minutes. And I'm like, this is not a it's good sign. And uh, they said, well, folks, you know, we have a little issue. One of our systems is not setting correctly. So we're going to turn off the engine. And, and they went, you know, and I told mom, I'm like, we're not going. I mean, we're just not going. So that's over. And uh, a few minutes later, they started back up and it was good. And uh, so we took off. We had a little bit of weather that we didn't know about, but they did. So they kind of went a long way around to add it a few more minutes. And now I'm starting to stress. But, you know, I'm thinking the airport's only like three miles from the boats and I'm thinking, okay, we'll be okay. Um, and uh, we landed, we were about a half an hour, you know, so I had about half an hour and then we're driving down, you know, taxing to our gate and then we stop. And the pilot says, well, folks, it looks like we're in a traffic jam here in the tarmac and we may just be a little while. And mom said she thought I was gonna come have an aneurysm and, uh, jump out of the plane you know where they have to forcibly remove me um because i was starting to freak and i'm thinking we're not gonna get there and i'm thinking how are we gonna get back and secretly i think uh my wife was rooting against me like oh if we miss it then we can go home and i'm like i don't want that to happen and so uh we're <laughs> this felt like this was like one of those like i felt like gideon you know how like gideon they removed everything from him now he was going to battle and probably gonna die um, I was going on a cruise. So I felt like Gideon on a cruise, uh, you know, and it was just like everything was happening. And we finally were kind of doing this starting and stopping, starting and stopping. We get off the plane. It's about uh, a quarter after. I've got 15 minutes to get my luggage and to get a cab and to get to the airport. And uh, we're, I'm running down to the baggage claim like that makes it go faster, you know, and so I'm running down there. I told uh, Debbie, my wife, I said, hey, go down to the taxi cab area. Tell them we're going we're gonna to leave as soon as they see me. And so she went down there. Our luggage came right off first thing. I grabbed it and I'm running as fast as I can to the cabs, which is the other end of the airport. We jump in his cab and I said, I've never done this before, but I'm going to tell you to step on it. You know, and uh, he's like, OK, man. And, and we took off and. There was a red light we were stopped at and he just ran through it. He started and went through it just because he knew we were in a hurry. And uh, we got there, we pull into this big airport, you know, this terminal parking, there was no one there. And he's like, wow, this is weird, where is everybody? And I'm thinking, cause they've left. <laughs> and uh, we jumped out and we were running down and there were some guys in some chairs who obviously were ticket agents for Carnival Cruise Line. And they said, ah, don't worry, you're, you've got plenty of time, don't run. And I, relaxed a little bit then but i bet we were the last three people on that boat maybe the last ones <coughs> and uh we got onto the cruise and you know we have we dump off our stuff we go to some like lifeboat thing where they have to show you what to do in case the ship sinks and uh and ben's mom was losing it she's like crying and going i can't do this for this many days we have to go home and i'm like it's too late for that <laughs> oh my gosh later on she thanked me for being understanding and so i i did okay there i didn't try to 
I said, it's going to be okay. You know, we're just going to relax it. We don't have to be fun right off the bat. We're just going to take it easy. And so all that day we were just, and the next day it rained. And I think we just stuck in, stayed in our uh, cabin a lot of the time and slept. Um, but then the sun came out and uh, my wife started to relax. And by Wednesday, I mean, it was like I got a brand new wife. She was amazing. And we had so much fun. And uh, and we just it was just a super encouraging time. But here's the encouraging part. <coughs> if you've never been on a cruise, um, I'm going to ask you to consider doing it uh, next year. It'll be next January sometime, probably. Um, Carnival Cruise Line, um, some new destinations. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know, of the people who came, probably 75% had never been on a cruise before. And I asked them, maybe not all of them, but I asked lots of them, so what do you think? How, how did it go? They all said, this was amazing. Several of them said, I never wanted to go on a cruise. I didn't have any desire to go on a cruise. And you said we should go on the cruise. It was our anniversary that year. So we decided to go and we were blown away. Um, so it was just an amazing time. We had four destination ports. One of them got canceled, um, but we got to stay out in the sun. Uh, every day was 85. It was amazing. My wife is as brown as a berry. And uh, probably our favorite was uh, going to St. Kitt. And I didn't do any research. I didn't know what any of those islands were famous for. I didn't have no, I, saw, I never saw a picture of them. I didn't know anything. But uh, when we went to St. Kitts, uh, we get in this taxi cab and they take us to, we said, what's the best beach, you know, around? And they take us, took us to Frigate Beach. And, and he said, it's kind of crowded, but if you want to go down 10 minutes, that's where the locals hang out. It's pretty empty. And we walked down there and I mean, it was magical. Uh, we were like the only ones there. The crystal clear aquamarine water just was right there. Um, it was warm. Uh, there was a little restaurant <coughs> called <coughs> Shipwreck uh, Bar and Grill. And it looked like it had blown over and then blown in and ended up on the shore because some hurricane had blown it there. And I didn't even think it was open. And I'm like, that's a restaurant? And we went in. It was a dirt floor. And uh, it was awesome. Just how an island tropical getaway should be. Um, you know, I felt like I should have a coconut, you know, with a straw in it. And there are plenty of them out there if you want to get one. Um, but it was just so refreshing. And then, you know, then we got to come home. And, uh, and uh, we had a, you know, our, it was a straight flight, but it left the gate, came back to the gate because there was something wrong with it. Uh, some guy in the airplane, he's like from Africa, he's like, I'm not staying on this plane. And they're like, no, you need to stay on the plane. And he's like, I don't want to stay on the plane. They said, no, you need to stay on the plane. I'm thinking, why are you talking him into this? He's going to freak out when we're in the middle of the air. And I may have to kill him, you know, or something. We, we had a long way getting home. We finally pull in our driveway at 3.30 a.m. Um, and we had a really good day yesterday. But today, I'm just feeling wet. You know that, again, the awning of the water. That's how I feel today. And uh, it just seems like we got lots of stuff lined up we got jed's birthday his number 12 is tomorrow and he's super excited and i'm thinking i'm not gonna feel good he's not and he wants to go play basketball first thing in the morning and uh go to chuck e cheese and all the fun things a kid should do but i'll tell you i'm gonna buck up and i'm gonna do it because uh you know sometimes your last kids get kind of ripped off 
because your older kids, I mean, Ben, you know, like his birthdays, we like did everything, you know, had huge decorations and uh, his were so special. And I just don't want my little kids to, to feel like they're getting gypped. Uh, so tomorrow's a big, uh, uh, whatever, birthday. And it's also one month um, from tomorrow is my daughter Catherine's wedding as she marries Josh Pigeon. Um, I can't believe that. It's just in a month, the day after Valentine's Day. And there's still lots to do. We have packages coming from Amazon every single day, sometimes three times a day. Uh, and we've got stuff that we have to make for the wedding. And so all that needs to be done. And even as we, uh, tonight, we were uh, packing the trailer. They were gonna take, Debbie and uh, my son Abe were taking some stuff over to their new apartment um, that they're gonna inhabit uh, about a town or two over um, as soon as they get married. And, and I was just thinking, man, in the last 365 days, I will have lost two of my children and uh, three. three of my children three of my children and it's you know you know the cool thing is like ben's right next door so i mean god and he's not actually there. losing them they're just not at home anymore <laughs> that's right but it just feels like wow they're not gonna yeah. live in my house anymore and that's kind of a big deal um, because they go from renly's age at almost three to 24 just like that we're going to take a minute to thank our sponsor, Teaching Textbooks. Teaching Textbooks is one of the best math curriculums available, and our family has used Teaching Textbooks for many years, and we've loved it. They have a new version of the curriculum that's better than ever. You can access it from Windows, Macs, Chromebooks, and even smartphones. Every math problem is explained and demonstrated in an easy way that takes the stress and responsibility away from you. Teaching Textbooks stores your child's grades so you can easily ensure that they're learning, and you can check their progress. If you're feeling pressured and like a failure at your current math curriculum, then you need to switch to Teaching Textbooks. Teaching Textbooks makes math fun. You can visit the website over at teachingtextbooks.com, check out a free trial, and view a sample lesson. But uh, a couple things, that, uh, takeaways from the cruise. Um, you know, uh, one of the things, uh, the other speaker, uh, Heidi St. John, uh, was there, and uh, Heidi did a great job. Um, we, we didn't, and just to let you know, if you're thinking about it for next time, there wasn't a lot of stuff. I mean, we had, like, on our C days, we had four C days, uh, one was un, uh, not unpredicted, was uh, not anticipated because they canceled one of the destinations because it was so wavy, they couldn't dock the boat. Um, but so we had three sea uh, days and we had a, a session from two hour session in the morning and that was pretty much it. Um, and then we had, we played a game one night, we had a, a meet and greet one night and, uh, and they did some other little things. Heidi did some things on essential oils and uh, it was just, it was low key. So you got to do lots of stuff. And even that was uh, um, optional. But one of the things Heidi talked about, and I'll ask Ben about this in a second, because I'm going to guess he's already feeling that, is that she was just talking about how like in our marriage, sometimes you run parallel, you know, that you just kind of run parallel lives, you know, you're just kind of doing your thing and your wife's, you, know, the, you as a wife is doing your thing, you're doing your homeschooling, you're doing your kid raising and Husband's going to work, he comes home and whoop, he comes home. And if you're not careful, it's easy to kind of drift this way. Um, and she just talked about connections, making connections. Um, and really in my head, I was thinking like lungs on, rungs on a rope ladder. You know, you have these things that connect because the truth is life is hard. The, the cruise was one of those connecting times. It was a big connecting rod. And, you know, my wife and I just got to spend time together. And we, 
Um, we talked and we didn't have to worry about anybody else. And it was so magical, but I can feel it's starting to go back into that parallel thing. Ben, are you going to be okay? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but I don't know, Ben, do you feel that? Do you feel like, you know, that you and Rissa, cause you're still on not the newlywed stage anymore, even for five years that, that you start to feel like you don't have those connecting times as, as often. I mean, definitely. We were just talking about it like a couple of days ago. She's like, I just feel like sometimes we're just not friends, you know, and I'm like, literally, I feel like it's been going great the last few months, but whatever. Uh, and it's, it's like one day can make her, you know, change that. Yeah. But, um, but totally, I mean, a lot of times, especially if, if we've been super busy in terms of things every night and, you know, maybe the kids are super hard during the day and we haven't had decent like quality time in the evenings. I mean, it really quickly feels that way, especially after the birth of the kids. That was, you know, like those first six months were just always are really tough because, I mean, it's just like nonstop, you know, just trying to get used to it. No one has any energy left over. Thankfully, they, our kids go down pretty consistently. So we have a couple hours usually in the evening. But if we're right. doing something else and that doesn't really happen either. Um, but totally. And that's why I think the podcast or the uh, crew sounds amazing. And I think also something that might be really beneficial for a lot of people is the disconnecting. Cause I mean, you really can't be on phones and stuff like that really too much as well. Cause I mean, you know, even on a normal vacation, I know like you go to Disney world, which is where we go during the the fall. Um, and we choose to kind of disconnect, but a lot of people, you still see them on their phones, nonstop, stuff like that. I think the cruise is kind of cool. Cause you know, if, if you find that, you know, maybe some of that spare time you fill with those kind of things, it can, I think it could honestly be really good for that. Um, but yeah, I would love to do one for that reason, but also just cause I think it would be awesome to do, but, um, I think it looks like a really cool way to do that. Is there anything else other than like disconnecting and the, you know, obviously just them too. Is there other things that facilitate, you know, kind of that, that reconnecting, do you think? Well, I think part of that is, you know, there are no responsibilities. So mom yeah. doesn't have to make any meals. We don't have to clean any dishes. We don't have any kids. We have to discipline, you know, we just sit on the deck and we go and we talk. Um, or we rest and then we hold hands. And sometimes, you know, in the midst of homeschooling, you're doing that you haven't held hands in a really, really long time. But here's the thing that not everybody can go on a cruise all the time. You know, I'm already ready to go. I thought about packing our bags and just meeting your mom at the door and go, we gotta go again because it's happening already. Um, but you know, the thing is life is that way. Life is full of responsibilities. And when you get, when your kids get older, you know, your kids don't even go to bed at eight o'clock anymore. Now they're staying up later than you are. So you don't even have that time. Um, so we kind of said, you know, we really need to be better at being intentional in our time alone. So maybe that's a date every other night or every other night. That would be nice. That would be awesome. uh, a, date, <laughs> a date every other week, you know, on like Monday or Tuesday when we, we can. Um, and it doesn't have to be long. It's just a time where we can talk again. Maybe we disconnect, we put our phones down. Um, and you know, uh, tomorrow, uh, I'm going to do a podcast, uh, the family man podcast, and I'm going to talk to the husbands and, you know, lean onto them and say, Hey, you need to make this happen. But I'm going to guess that most of you are moms. Um, you know, and I'm just going to tell, ask you to help us help us as husbands, because you know, like when Rizzo said, Oh, I don't feel like we are friends anymore or whatever it's, you know, we don't have that. We need to be, and mom will say the same thing to me. You know, we don't have any fun. Don't just wait for us to be the spearheaders of all your fun and do all that. Because sometimes we husbands, we don't get it. Like Ben said, I mean, I thought this was a great year, you know? Um, and I feel the same way. So if you're not feeling connected to your husband, 
um, don't wait for him to make the first move. I mean, that would be great if he did. And if you want to sign him up for our weekly email, the family man, um, do that um, because that's what we're talking about. But you know, you're going to be disappointed if you just keep waiting for him. So, you know, suck it up and just say, honey, we really need a date. Can we do that? You know, on Tuesday or whatever, or you put the kids, you know, and you make that a priority. And even if he goes, if he doesn't even understand it, you're both going to get the benefits um, from from that. So um, again, maybe, uh, you know, start thinking about refresh 2021 because that'll be here before you know it. Um, we'll, we'll start talking about when we have some details, um, but maybe there's some other things that you can do to refresh. Maybe you have a homeschool conference coming up, you know, that just you and your husband could go. Don't take your kids, just take your husband. Or maybe it's an overnight at uh, something that somebody has offered you. Or maybe it's just a couple hours um, where you get a babysitter, you ask an older person in your church to watch your kids um, because that's a great gift. And if you're an older person, you know, offer that to somebody else because i know we have our friends the griswolds they watched our kids about every six weeks um when we dropped them off at six we picked them up at eight and we hung around for about a half an hour and they loved it and we loved it and they initiated it so so do that hey before we go though there was a comment that you know i know i i mean i my wife did homeschooling today i couldn't believe it you know while we were gone we left my 18 year old son kind of in charge of homeschooling <laughs> They did a couple days, you know, um, out I'm of I'm sure uh, he wasn't days. super involved. <laughs> <laughs> but he tried, and that was good for him. Nice. Um, but, you know, uh, again, if your kids are sick, don't, don't stress it out. But there was a comment made by one of the state leaders. She was a state leader from not Florida, uh, but another southern state. And uh, she had homeschooled her. I think she had four children. And... Uh, she made a comment that just kind of blew me away. I mean, cause she has all her kids have graduated. They have families, they have amazing jobs. They're amazing people, you know? And she said that she was in a workshop, I think in the last six months that was taught by a company that if I said their name, you would know who they were. And as she listened, she had this feeling come over her. Like I failed as a homeschooler. Wow. And she got home and she was talking to her husband and she started crying and she said it. She wasn't joking like, ah, you know, I felt like a failure. She said, I feel like I failed my children. And I'm telling you, she didn't fail her children. Um, those companies are spewing poison and poisoning the minds of you homeschooling moms. I, you know, I'm not going to name them yet, but maybe I will one day. Um, but if you're doing some kind of homeschooling or you're a part of a curriculum and it feels that way, if you're constantly feeling guilty, if you're constantly feeling like you're not measuring up, I'll tell you, my kids, my kids all left notes for us. Not all of them, but several of them <laughs> left little notes. I found one on my the desk, you know, and huh? they said the good kids did. Yeah, no, ben, <laughs> nothing. I know. Nothing. He left it's nothing. True. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, it was okay. Um, but you know, the kids were home. That's what I said. I should have said that. Not the kid who is just right next door. I actually wasn't thinking who, about myself when I said that, but now that I think about it, I'm like, oh man, I should have done that. <laughs> um, oh man, you left amazing notes in your growing up years. Not anymore, yeah, but you did. True. I just leave my kids over there the day you get home. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. 
but you know they wrote little notes my 13 year old and my 15 year old and you know and they poured out their hearts and told us how much they miss us you know what all the words weren't spelled right some of them were like <laughs> every time you read it but you know how pathetically sad if we miss their hearts because all we can see is the words they misspelled you know and you know they're gonna get that you know we got text uh spell check in your text and it's gonna catch all those um but i would just hate to think we missed the wonderful thing about being uh, parents and having our children home because some expert put a lot of pressure on us and told us what we need to do and how we need to do it and they may like doing it but normal people can't do it and it just leaves a wake of failure and feeling terrible and again this was a mom whose kids were already grown up they weren't even in the midst of it so again so i'm going to challenge you if you're feeling like your curriculum or your you know the the thing your your co-op is like weighing you down and you're constantly saying things like i mean i just feel so bad because our kids aren't doing this or i just feel like you know guilty because we're not covering this I'm just going to encourage you to, to get out of that group or stop doing that curriculum, start doing something else. Teaching textbooks, you know, that they're sponsoring us. They never make you feel that way. I mean, I was talking to the, the guys who started it and they say, oh, people ask us all the time, you know, we're whatever, almost through the year and we haven't gotten all the way through. What should we do? And, they, and they're like, stop, you know, don't worry about it. You know, and I'm like, that's the kind of uh, curriculum or philosophy you want to follow. So. Well, real quick, I wanted to read a couple of comments because I thought they were good and just made me talk about them. Uh, Kim said, cursing is so fun with a conference like this. It must be incredible. I'm assuming she meant cruising, not cursing. Uh, but, I didn't uh, so hear any cursing, but yeah. there might have been. Um, but then... Uh, Let's see. So one of them that I thought was amazing is uh, someone said, my husband and I have not been on a date and alone for over four years. Um, and that is tough. And then someone else said, we are very rare and usually rushed. I'm going to try to initiate dates more often as I believe that our kids are learning so much about how to behave in their future relationships by observing ours. And that's totally true. And I mean, I know that can be really tough. And obviously... I do have my parents right next door. Um, but if you have friends, because oh, someone up farther up said it's really tough to find someone that we trust and who's going to be a good enough, you know, for the kids and everything. Um, but I would say, I mean, try to find, if you can find a couple friends where you could like trade off or something like that, you know, and uh, trade babysitting, you know, for a night, even if it's just for a couple hours, um, hopefully you can find someone, you know, maybe someone in your church if you're, you know, because uh, generally if, you know, if they've been there a long time, you know, they're going to be solid right. people. Um, but try to find someone because, I mean, you know, it can be easy just to be like, oh, we'll, just, we'll deal with that or do that, you know later when we're not as busy and then it just never happens and i mean that's not uncommon four years may seem like a lot but there's a lot of people who very similar situation that we've talked to and um right. just encourage you to do that and it, and really i mean i'm not, not trying to make you feel bad but four years i've heard husbands say oh we haven't had a date in four years and they say it like they're proud of it i mean they really should be ashamed of it i'm not telling you should be ashamed of it but that should be a sign that it's been too long and sometimes i think sometimes we're even a little picky and who we asked to watch our kids. I mean, I knew kid, parents who were like, well, they watch television and you know, we don't have television. Who cares? You know, your kids aren't gonna be corrupted. They probably are from your church, they love God, but maybe they're not as, as protective as you are. Just let them because it's not about just your kids, it's about you, you know, and you need that time to connect because, you know, it's easier at, you know, when you've been four years apart than when you've been 
you know, 20 years apart, because that's what happens. Those years start to mount up because you don't need just big dates all the time or cruises all the time. You just need a little time to connect. And, you know, I, I always feel shamed because I have a friend, uh, Dan Plord, and his wife is probably listening. But, uh, you know, they say that they, they talk every single day when he comes home. You know, and I talked to another dad that they spend 15 minutes talking every time they come, he comes home. I mean, that is like, that's connecting. That's even better than those, you know, cruises every year. Um, uh, it's better to do it more often in littler ways, I think. So. And if you need an excuse to justify a cruise, the good thing about anniversaries is they happen every year. So you uh, you can definitely, you know, you got to work on some justification there. And Mia said, uh, for 15 years, we put the kids to bed and ordered dinner in. We would light candles and eat dinner in the dining room. I mean, obviously, it's ideal if you can, you know, get out. But if you can't and you got to do something like that, then make sure it's separated from the kids and not interrupted because that's definitely different. And even that, you still have the responsibility of them being home. But that's awesome. So good job there. I Again, uh, I don't know where you are in your year if you haven't started don't sweat it that's okay um you know or maybe you've started and you need to take another little break because your kids are all sick and you're sick don't push through just take a break and lay around the house let them lay around the house because i tell you those are the things you're going to remember forever and ever and uh again if you're following a, a a curriculum or philosophy that doesn't make you smile or your kids smile you're doing the wrong one um, so find something else. Uh, so have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. Hopefully I'll feel a little better. And Ben said I looked a little scruffy. Uh, so uh, I am looking a little scruffy. Um, but uh, we'll see you next week. And don't forget to smile. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. We hope we encouraged you to prioritize time with your spouse and maybe even got you to consider booking a cruise for next year. If you have any questions, feel free to message us on Facebook or you can email us at todd at smilinghomeschooler.com. We also want to thank Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. They make math fun. You can check out the website over at teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week and as always, keep smiling.